0: I knew once he said guilt that, that um, I knew I was going to have a difficult, difficult period ahead of me. You won't
1: learn this just by chatting to yourself or talking to yourself. you got to go and immerse yourself in it. And the first thing you do is go down
0: to H.S. Gael and make arrangements to go down there for a week. I went out of the room and I can't remember the period from walking from the office to my own office because um, I knew that there was going to be trouble ahead and I certainly wasn't flying, uh, walking on clouds by any means after getting the new post.
2: On the 15th of July 2014, Fin the TD Joe McHugh was told he finally had a ministry. He was now the Minister of State at the Department of Communications, Energy and Natural Resources with special responsibility for Gaelic affairs. This meant he was expected to deal with Irish language issues and Gaeilteadí In Irish, of course. But Joe had a problem. He couldn't speak Irish.
3: Good evening and welcome to the Nine O'Clock News. There's been strong criticism of the appointment of Joe McHugh as Minister of State with responsibility for Gaeltocht Affairs and his grasp of the Irish language. Conrad Aguelga said the Taoiseach effectively reduced the status of the language.
2: People were quick
4: to voice their concern. So if someone's appointed to a job, I cannot understand how they would accept it if they haven't total fluency in the Irish language. It's another insult to the language and it shows how little that, particularly those that are in control of the purse strings and those that are in control of the language nationally, uh, care.
2: There was reaction too inside the doll Chamber.
4: And here's the rub. When a delegation from the Gaeltacht comes in to meet with the Minister, they will not be able to converse with the Minister and do a working meeting with the Minister in their own language.
2: My name is Móraith Trásiní I grew up in the Gaeltacht in Connemara. Now I'm a bilingual journalist with RTE. It's become the norm in recent governments that our Minister would be an Irish speaker, so I was as taken aback as anyone when Joe was appointed. I decided to follow Joe during his first year and see how he'd handle his new brief. It's a big moment when a TD gets the call.
0: I'd given up hope that I was going to get a promotion. At myself, I thought better to err on the side of caution, so actually I'd given a hope, up hope to such an extent that my mo- mobile phone wasn't charged. I think it was down to about 7%. And on top of that, I had it on silent. And I I remember taking it out of my pocket and there was two missed calls from the same Dublin number. So I knew straight away then that that was the call.
2: Joe is 44 and from Donegal. He was first elected to the Dáil in 2007 after being on the local council and in the Shannad. And before that, he was a secondary school maths and geography teacher.
0: I'll never forget the the feeling when I was asked to go into the waiting room and wait on the t um, I went into that room of my own, and I mean, it was just—it was a phenomenal feeling knowing that you know I was going to be asked to do something, and it was actually quite emotional. And I, I held myself back in case there was cameras in the room. I walk in, he never said anything, I didn't say anything, and then he just put out his hand, so I I sat down. So I, I broke the ice, and I said, I, "I presume I'm not here to give you advice on how to win an all Ireland, Tisha," and uh, he says, "No." Nope. And then he proceeded to tell me that he was going to give me a responsibility for um, natural resources, which I thought, yeah, fair enough. And then the guilt act, and that's when things just took a, you know, my emotion and everything from before, everything changed. I just came straight out and put up my hand. I says, uh, you know, I think I called him Enda, Like I, I, I left from the formalities, Enda, You know, you know, I can't speak Irish.
2: But why didn't and Kenny choose Joe for the job, despite knowing that there were other deputies in government that could speak Irish?
1: He's been around for a while, and uh, obviously it's a nice thing to you know to be able to sh- shuffle a team. Um, obviously Donegal Donegal would have been left without anybody uh, in government if he didn't replace uh, Dinny with another representative. Uh, so not just for geographical reasons, but for the fact that he's been around a while. So you you know you you can make judgments as to who you appoint. From their point of view, you're probably right, and from other points of view, you're probably wrong. Would you fill the positions? And and, uh, in this case, uh, I thought it was an important signal for everybody else to understand that here's somebody who's got a a responsibility now, who had lost his Irish. Well, go and learn it, and prove to people that this is very possible. Get on with it, and you're going to carry it with you for the rest of your life. That's the big prize. The point is, you the first thing you do is make contact with Udjus Gael in Doon and All, make arrangements to go down there, spend a week with them, make all the mistakes you ever want to make in, in, in terms of the, the language, pick it up and go back again occasionally and practice it and talk to yourself and talk to your driver and talk to everybody else uh, and you'll soon find yourself out over a little, a, a little gap
0: and then it becomes very easy. I think I came back a second time saying, that, you know, are you happy enough and... Um he says, look, he says, I, I'm, I'm offering you the job because of confidence in you to do the job.
2: The new minister didn't have much time to celebrate his promotion. The very next day, he's thrown in at the deep end in the doyle. Sure, he did Irish for 14 years in school, like most Irish people, but it was very, very basic. He could ask somebody how they were, tell people his name, maybe find the toilet. That was it. Like many a student, he had to forego a summer's evening. He had Irish homework to do.
0: The first night I actually didn't sleep because I actually had priority questions in the doll. on the, the following morning in Irish. That was a period I had to decide, what, what do I do here? How do I handle this? We get the questions in advance, so I was says I I was, right, I'll have no problem reading out a script in Irish, that's not a problem. But what do I do when the supplementaries come back? His
2: solution is to attempt Broken Irish. As the Seánocle says, Uh, which means Broken Irish is better than clever
0: English.
2: However, shifting uncomfortably in his seat, the new minister is obviously under pressure, he's less than clear in his answer. Opposition Deputy Mihal Kitt can only say he can't understand what Joe is trying to say.
4: Joe tries
2: again, looking like he's about to break into a sweat.
0: Um, <coughs> this time, he
2: mangles numbers written in front of him. Not the best start to a new job.
0: But the, the ministry is for, Irish, for the Gaeltacht
3: is not an Irish language course in Sorry, itself. When I
0: stood up in the doll that morning, that following morning at, at nine thirty, and I put my hands up and says, "Look, I don't, ha- I can't do this at the moment, but I am going to be, pre- I'm going to put a plan together to try to go back and relearn the Irish." Look, Kintje, uh, um, uh, you know, to chlacti the record? um, I'm prepared to put in the work, um, in this job, like any job. Uh, I've already stated, uh, that I have to do a refresher course.
2: Satirist went to town.
5: Hello, eh, uh, Taoiseach, Joe here, Joe McHugh. You, you were looking for me?
2: This is one skit that did the rounds. An Irish-language online newspaper, Toadishk Pankai, had some fun.
1: How's your Irish, Joe? <laughs> my, my Irish, teacher. Si, how are you going the Joseph? Sorry? Uh, Jesus, Joe, do the I'm with to go to the Oh, God, Tisach. It wouldn't be in a great place now. Eh? I'm making you the minister for the Gaeilge. Well, what about the language enthusiasts? Those mad lunatics, show. Maybe she been she the real saucer. They're never happy with anything. We'll make this the best small ministry in the world to learn Irish in.
2: It's well known that Untisho speaks Irish and assumed that he learned in the comfy confines of his home and classroom in County Mayo. Not so. As a little boy, ended did it the hard way.
1: My first uh, real involvement with Irish was on a Gaelic scholarship in uh, Connemara, in Glenacurain, in the early nineteen sixties, and I was supposed to go there for three months and immerse myself in the language. There were only three students on that course, from outside the Gaeltacht, and um, I spent six months there. Actually, I was hardly able to speak English when I went home. There were there were five or six children in the house of the family, along with myself. I, I meet them occasionally since, but it was a gaslight um, uh, and. Uh, there wasn't any uh, running water. It was a tough life for people in Connemara at the time. Uh, cutting turf, having to do the bits and pieces of meadows with scythes. It was, um, it was a tough regime. And uh, it gave me an education that I've never forgotten, really. Well, I got a phone call from him. <laughs> and I said, "Joe, and will jaw bug it? <laughs> that was what happened. And he says, ta. And I knew straight away, i have be seeing this doctor fix it for the Gaelic.
2: <laughs> Liam O'Connigan runs of which is in Glen Kill in the Donegal Gaeiltocht, around in our west of Killybegs. This is where Joe has to learn Irish. And fast.
1: Some of the things I read, you'd think we were asking him to learn Cantonese. Well, as somebody said, like, it's like doing your oral Irish exam in front of three million people. It may or may not be. It's, you know, He's going to take it in a stride. Nobody can learn a language fully in three months or six months or whatever. And uh, there's going to be challenges in the dialect, for sure. But uh, he's going to be well able to do his job, ask Eiligar like, proficiently, I would say, was in the next few months. But I hate putting put the time in it, don't want to put the time in it, because when you're learning a language, it never stops.
2: It's August 2014. Joe's doing what thousands of teenagers around the country do over the summer. He's in the Gaelthacht attending Irish college. The only thing that's different is that this is a course for adults.
0: Going into that class, it it was daunting because there were people from Los Angeles, there were people from Wales. It was a bit embarrassing too, as an Irish person, to go into a room... Uh, and not to be able to converse in Irish
2: Despite Joe's appointment grabbing the headlines not all of his classmates know of his predicament In a noisy classroom a curious Englishman tries to figure out in broken Irish what Joe actually does for a living
5: Um <laughs> for
0: me So
5: <laughs> full time
0: uh, yeah yeah yeah.
2: You can hear him asking Joe if he's a TD. in
0: a TD. <laughs> Chuck the Dalai. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. And
2: then asking what party
5: party
0: for the too. I London. London. The
2: locals though know exactly who Joe is. Sean Kedur Never missing an opportunity, you constituents in Glencolam Kill, strike up conversations just as Gaeilge, all the while raising local issues. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a language barrier, but Joe gets the message. After a long day in the classroom, we stand overlooking the bay in Glencolam Kill. Joe's finding it hard going.
0: I would say I've gone from uh, maybe uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what baseline I was at but I, I know I was nearly at bottom the I was certainly very very at the bottom of the mountain but you know I'm up to about nearly 400 new words in a month. But the the challenge the Duklin Moore, is actually working on the verbs and I know there's only 11 irregular verbs uh, but they're tricky 11 irregular verbs. Two weeks ago, I thought I was, uh, I was in trouble. I just, uh, I kind of kept hitting a wall. Uh, but what's helping helping me now is uh, I'm thinking in Irish. You know that I'm thinking in Irish means when you're going to bed at night and you can't sleep and there's stuff going through your head, I'm putting it through my head in Irish. Which, by the way, it's helped me to get to sleep quicker. Uh, so there's something going on there. Um, but, you know, I think somebody said to me today, if if you end up dreaming in Irish, you've you've got it. So I'm looking forward to my first dream in Irish. Thank you.
2: In an attempt to immerse himself in the language, the new minister has hired a driver who speaks Irish, John McClafferty.
0: I'm um, a inta driver. But the a new driver. I'm a new driver. I'm a new a new driver. I'm new
3: Well I try to help him out here and there I'm a native Irish speaker so I suppose it's a bit of help for him as much as anything
2: Though Joe is at Irish College he doesn't have the time or the luxury for total immersion by sleeping in a bunk bed or having a ban and tea like everyone else in his class he's using his evenings to attend meetings and work John keeps him company on the road
3: It could be called a cover seven counties so, it could be anywhere really in the morning. You could start off in Donegal, you could maybe have to go to the Dial, could be going anywhere really, could be going to any of the other counties that he covers, which is down Cork, as far as Cork and Kerry, and Waterford, and then he goes up maybe to Meath or could be Mayo, Galway, could be anywhere, you know. It's, so, it can involve quite a bit of travelling sometimes, but actually, I've, some days we have good fun there, kind of between trying to figure out what. Uh, what Irish should be used here or there or whatever we usually seem to have a good laugh a lot of days so
0: um well a couple of a couple of go into um uh Fatcha 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 Far 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 fatha lum. Anyway, to 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 Crania now, yeah, Ardara, CLG C- C- Ardaraa, so... Maybe
3: Joe would be so, trying to think of how, um, how, whatever speech he wants to make or possibly he's going to a meeting somewhere that, and he tries just to see what he has to say and then he's, he makes out what he wants to say himself and then he'll he may be maybe asking me whether it's, does this sound right or does that sound right? Or I usually try to tell him just to keep it simple. It's usually the easiest way for everybody. <laughs>
2: A few weeks go by and the Flá in Sligo means that Joe has to put himself out there again. People know he's been brushing up. His vocabulary is improving but he hits a little speed bump in an interview as Squelge with RT's Eileen Magner. Happy enough to go, John? Yeah, I'm running. Okay, uh, Ara, can I
0: say hi to your daughter, Leshin you know, She asks how he's doing. Uh, you know, we make mistakes, and uh, Joe tells
2: her he's still making many mistakes. He struggles, trying to find a phrase to tell her he won't be discouraged.
0: You know, na higle, you know, na lag lag misne. Yeah, ni cori, ni cori shiag lag misne aram. You like
2: right. that one? Yeah. That's it. That was two years ago. Once the doll returns, Joe's formal education has to end. From now on, he's learning on the trot and on the road. Any study is done in between jobs.
0: Primary school was, was my first uh, real exposé to the Irish language, language and was lucky and fortunate to have Mrs Coyle, who was my teacher at the time. But
2: not a thought of school, sure. sure. Joe grew up in the parish of Carrigart in North Donegal. And went to the local primary school in the 1970s. It's a wet October day, and we sit in Mrs. Coyle's cosy kitchen near his home, looking at old photographs, going down memory lane.
0: And I still have fond memories of the way, you know, her novel ways of teaching maybe all of the subjects, but particularly Irish, it was through music.
2: And uh, I can
0: still uh, hear in, in the back of my mind, like "Bad Genelamy" and, and you know different different songs that that would have would have been taught at that time. As you go into first class and second class, things get more serious, and you have to get into the hard, gory details of uh, the Amshara Lekra or the Amshara Catcher, the Amshara Ashtana, you know, and the Tishul Ginadja. So, you know, the, these are the important parts of the language.
2: The minister keeps a busy schedule. All too soon we have to leave Mrs Coyle and head to the nearby parish of Downings.
0: It's a busy
2: time for the government. There is a by-election in the constituency of Roscommon, South Leitrim. The public haven't gone away, you know, they're keeping an eye on his progress.
0: I suppose Roscommon wouldn't be known for being uh, a, an area in the past where I went to. Everybody was speaking Irish, but it was it was phenomenal yesterday. People who hadn't Irish were, you know, saying, "Oh, you're the guy that has no Irish. You're the, you're the minister of state that can't speak Irish." And they we're having a good joke about it. Uh, but other people who, you know, started off speaking in Irish, you know, Connors a or Kea Kowaltu, and and then I would respond and I would say. Um, Back, yeah, I'm here know and I'm all too good, then they would go, oh, no, no, I was only having the crack, you know. That, that's as far as, as, as the thing would go, you know. So, Shannon, the gassery way, keeping the word. Well, Joe, to it going here And canter is
2: jessier. Duty calls, and Joe heads into a round of meetings with his constituents.
0: And sure, Gastery into the
2: The next hurdle is Edechotis Nisauna in Killarney in November. It's the gathering of the Gaels. Thousands attend every year. It's an opportunity to celebrate identity and culture while having some serious crack. For Joe, it's a speech as Gaelga to launch the festival. And if that isn't enough, it's broadcast live on rte Radio on the
0: I was nervous I was nervous in the days leading up to it um, I was going to be speaking publicly and making a good the best effort I could in, in Irish I had a script but I was very conscious that I wanted to speak off script as well which I did and I know I made numerous grammatical mistakes was Martae sogov um er for me and post doer well
2: it's a valiant effort, but he's struggling.
0: For me, for me, be me, be me Fragraas Gaaraine, or Rincha.
2: He mispronounces names.
0: But I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'm doing a job on the Dr Padraig O'Halli. Oechteran is doing a job on the Gilead, and I'm doing a job on the job of my life. And I'm doing a job the job of Marien The
2: words in front of him are hard to get out.
0: And I'm doing a Ogum Gomeo. 8,000 de, 8,000
2: There's him. a feeling of relief when he sio, makes it to the end. Gore maile,
0: gore maile maile agud,
1: he may be in relief to finish, but once it was done, it was done, and he didn't mention it afterwards.
2: Liam O'Malley, not Liam O'Millay, as Joe called him, is the director of Antedagadis.
1: I wouldn't criticise him. I would criticise those who prepared the speech for him, um, some of it was, was difficult to, to follow and some of the words that were used need not necessarily have been used. But at the same time, a lot of the content was most welcome to people. And and I think it showed that he has a, gained, if he hadn't before, he certainly gained a better understanding of what the Irish language community is about. And met him subsequently at an event in Belfast. And whilst he was to speak on literary, Irish language literature and so on and so forth, he set aside the speech, the official speech that night, and he spoke very about him on the Iraqis and what the Oireachtas had meant and so on and so forth. He did absolutely fine.
2: Some remain unconvinced, including former RTE Director-General Cahill Goan. Before the end of the year, he speaks very strongly against what he sees are the failings of government.
0: I, I have nothing but good wish for Joe McHugh. However, he's clearly not qualified to do the job of minister for the And uh, When he becomes qualified for it, I wish him all the best. The Taoiseach put someone into a position for which he was demonstrably unqualified. I'm not an apologist for any uh, movement of any sort. I'm simply stating a fact that uh, if the man is supposed to be uh, responsible for the Giltat, then the least he should be able to do is communicate with the people of the Giltat in their language. He can't do that.
2: Joe married Alwyn Enright of Offaly in 2005. At the time, Alwyn was Finna rising star, but she chose to leave politics to concentrate on her young family. They have three young children, Dara, Aideen and Oisín. It's Christmas week. His phone beeps. It's a picture message.
0: Um, here's Dara. Uh, it's his big play today. He's the king. His mother has him dressed up. An address, which looks like a dress, which will remind him when he's going to his first disco. But he's, he's I suppose as we're speaking, the play is ongoing.
2: Parents all over the country are attending Christmas plays. Joe isn't.
0: Yesterday, my daughter, Aideen, had her Christmas play. I was in Dublin. She, she's in Donegal. And, like, yeah, I mean, politicians, rural politicians primarily, you know, you're away two or three days a week and, but that, that, that's a life you put yourself up for. And I always think in the comparison of, say, the, like the crab fisheries is a big fishery in my own parish. And like a lot of these lads who are involved in the crab fishing business, they're, they're away for two and three weeks and they have small children as well.
2: At this stage, Joe is well able to chat informally with me and others. He can keep casual conversation. He now has a grasp on basic tenses and verbs. Though more complicated situations are still very difficult. Of course, learning Irish isn't all of what Joe's doing. He has a wide portfolio.
0: And on top of that, portfolio of natural resources, public meetings on fracking, uh, different licenses in relation to the Atlantic margins to do with oil and gas, inland fisheries, and deputations in relation to draft netting, and you know, different challenges within the, the fishing I mean, sectors. It's a busy season, if you want, yeah. in terms of fisheries regulation, with a few things on there. On the agenda. Yeah. I mean, the big one will be the salmon... The regulation. staff
2: at the Department of Natural Resources seem to be learning some Irish as well.
5: Is there something wrong with you? You all right? a of
2: Though it's perhaps not the most traditional of sources, a satirical video of Joe chatting to love-hate snidge has taught everyone a new word.
0: I'm going, what? Well, you know, it's,
1: it's well done. Do you know what I'm in you? I'm talking you not hear me? I don't have the time for this. I'm under a lot of pressure at the moment. Yeah,
0: smuggle a room, jellyfish. What the so f- are
1: you talking about?
3: Smuggle before you. Shmug- well,
0: there you go, and you remembered it. There you go. Smuggle a which is
4: jellyfish. There
0: you go. It's mad, isn't it?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: While Joe is continuing on a steep learning curve, so too is the world of politics. Contentious issues like water protests keep bubbling up. Angry constituents are making themselves heard outside Joe's office in Letterkenny. It's extra pressure on top of answering a kesht esquelga from aneev of nuht.
0: Well, his
2: answer makes little sense. Whether he means to or not, he thanks the protesters outside. Only gives him another chance. Well,
0: There's noise outside, but it's
2: nothing compared to the tense silence in the room. As the minister struggles,
0: <laughs>
2: this is just one of a number of uncomfortable interviews.
4: Here he is live on Nurt Tiji I
0: wasn't comfortable in that interview. Well and scale reading
2: Afterwards, he admits to the screwdoo bail. Or the oral Irish exam approach.
0: I'll tell you what I was doing. I had three or four things learned off in my head to say, um, but now I don't. I don't. I don't do that anymore. And I just it was it was a difficult it was a difficult interview.
2: The new year has come and gone. In six months, he's gone from a few words to holding his own in conversation and taking part in interviews. But he still feels that it's not enough.
0: This has gone on since July. And everybody's helping me. My own parish, I go to the shop in Carraghart or I go to Downings. Everybody's both Irish is speaking to me in Irish. And I'm listening to Reading the Geailtacht, I'm watching TGC. I'm immersing myself in the language and I'm thinking, when, when is this going to happen?
2: A Geailtacht minister with little Gaelge is just one issue. The decline of the Irish language in the Geailtachtí has been happening gradually over the years. Ireland has a funny relationship with the language. The last census shows that over 1.7 million people say they can speak Irish. But only 80,000 speak it on a daily basis.
4: I think the most important thing here is, is that the people realise that the language is in trouble. We're at the last game in town now.
2: Ada Macdonough is one of the people tasked with creating a language plan for some of the Connemara Gaeltacht. He blames a lack of joined-up thinking when it comes to Gaeltacht policies.
4: Like the state has paid thousands to industrialists here to set up in the Gaelic like, over many years since the nineteen fifties. I suppose the one thing they didn't do was was they did not make sure the Irish language would be spoken within the workplace. And that is another place that they fell down. Unfortunately, if you look at on Spidell here, there's a few industrial estates in this area, there was much people coming off from Galway City in the morning here. And they're all non-Irish speakers.
2: A study published earlier this year has found that Irish won't be the primary spoken language by the majority in the Gaeltacht in ten years' time, unless something changes.
4: And if the, the floor of the factory has English speakers or foreign speakers every day there, there's Irish language not being spoken. And unfortunately then people tend to lose and then the kids are growing up and Irish is constantly being pushed aside.
2: And Taoiseach doesn't seem to agree that the language is under pressure.
1: Well, the figures would show that it's actually increasing by a small percentage, but increasing population is going up as well, of course, and there are, you know, increasing numbers in Gaelic areas who have travelled back, who might be, you know, married to somebody from, from a different country or from uh, where, they, where they've never spoken Irish. So it doesn't worry me because there should be, well, there are pressures on the language. You can't have a sort of uh, exclusive reservations here. Uh, it's, it's a free country.
2: By February, Joe's confidence is on the up. He says himself that something clicked in his head, which is just as well as he makes his first official visit to the Guelturti in Cork and Kerry. A new challenge. Just as he's getting on top of the language, he now has to deal with the new dialect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are enjoying yourself.
2: Speaking <laughs> Donegal Irish to children in Muscree and Kirkurina, well, it doesn't exactly work. <laughs>
0: But I think the structure is the same. I think, you know, it's a different phrase, it's different words. Like, I mean, it took me weeks to figure out what gorov. I was saying, well, what's this word, goruv? But I mean, in Donegal, we say gorou. So I'm learning Irish as well. So I'm just like you. And you know why I'm learning it? When I was your age, I didn't, I didn't listen to the teacher. I didn't listen to it. You go to parts of Donegal where people have learned book Irish. They're going to say "Conas which is Munster dialect. Uh, obviously in Donegal, and I get a lot of slagging for it as uh, But I remember going to different events and I was saying to people Kajimaratá when I should have been saying Kajimaratá shiv even to get that simple stuff right I was getting a slag in about that but the, the most I think the most wonderful welcome of all is uh, Khechowaltú I'm not just saying it because you're sitting here but you meet a native Irish speaker from Connemara and it's Khechowaltú and it's just you know it's very expressive and it's very unique
2: Funnily enough, the different dialects are a problem that even native speakers can relate to.
5: My name is Maury Leira and I'm from in, from the parish of Cillamartre, but I live in a place called Reinerí. If I suppose people tell you it's a hard language to learn, I don't know because it's my first language, so it's easier for me. I'm actually having to think here now... I, as uh, Berla, when I'm talking to you, it would be easier for me to do the scaling. But anyway, um, and I mean, we, I myself personally did have different <laughs> difficulties with the different dialects. But I suppose for a person that wouldn't have, we, how would I say, fluency in the language, it is obviously more difficult. And definitely, if if I was within a group of people from Donegal who are speaking amongst each other, there would be words too that I wouldn't pick up. Do you know what I mean? Like many to people. Mauda had her doubts about Joe. Um, we felt a bit threatened that, that the powers that be didn't see that we, how, how would I say this now, <laughs> that we didn't deserve um, a minister that had fluency. But I mean, these things happen. And um, I mean, I must say, I am delighted to see that he is making an effort. And I mean, I haven't heard him speaking any English here today. And I think that's very
2: good. The next port of call is the land of Peg. At the Blasket Centre, whether the language is Irish or English, everyone understands the subject matter.
0: It's been a the people colour draining from their faces. the in That woman my life and it's not so bad. for Yeah, yeah. So, <horrible>, yeah... <laughs> Um, I
5: I got
2: We drop in on a and the children are playing musical chairs. Joe uses his new Monster dialect skills on this gang of four-year-olds with much more success than the day before.
5: I'm a happy
2: sitting on a tiny chair, surrounded by children. He chats away. The minister is interviewed by Radio na yeah, yeah. in Ballinagall, But not before he's given a ribbing about Kerry beating Donegal in the All-Ireland football final the previous September.
0: Yeah. Tracing All-Ireland indeed.
2: Today Joe doesn't have any crib notes This is progress A few months ago An interview like this involved reams of paper Rehearsal and
4: practice
2: (laughs) Joe armed with his new knowledge of football Or CAD as they say in Kerry Calls into a pub TTP Inside is T.P. O'Krohuid. It's not long before he's asked to give his opinion of the minister.
5: Mullen, law, and Brian
3: Praise the day and the evening. Mullen, law, and Brian Horan. We'll talk about Joe when he's finished.
4: Mullen, law, Mullen, law, and Brian Horan. Don't praise the day until the evening.
2: As this government's term in office draws to a close, inevitably people discuss what Joe's legacy will be. Michel Nicfaudine, a journalist who writes for the Donegal Democrat, has followed his career closely. I think he has to take more aggressive actions in ensuring that the language will be um, brought on fr- from this generation to the next and he has to be unafraid to stand up and make difficult decisions and show the people of the Gaeltacht and the country that as a Gaeltacht minister, he means business. He has the language now. It's a matter of showing the people that it has gone to his heart as it is in theirs. I think Joe could be in danger of, of leaving this portfolio with the legacy of the man who, who just learned Irish. I hope that soon that he will make decisive actions that will improve the Irish language and I hope he won't be afraid to stand up and let the government know what the Irish language needs. Joe says he can only do so much.
0: Well, I don't sit at the Cabinet table, but we, we do have, I do have an opportunity where I sit with my officials and the officials from the Department of Education and the Taoiseach.
2: He's made representations to the Taoiseach, asking for more public services as Gaeilge, but we still haven't seen anything concrete from Cabinet. Could Joe's experience be in education for perhaps another ministerial position in the future?
0: We never know what the future holds and, you know, there is an election coming up in a, in a year's time and the Donegal people are going to decide who their five TDs are going to be at the next time out. Then there's the other challenge as to who's going to be in government. Um, but if if it were, if, if it was to happen out that I get re-elected and there is an opportunity of, uh, of a job at the table, um, one thing I will be bringing to it very strongly would be the Irish language. Um, it doesn't just stop at the Department of the Gilt Act. And I remember a, a friend of mine from Downing saying, by the way, Joe, you don't have ultimate responsibility for the Irish language. It's the Department of Education. So I would like to bring what I've experienced in this portfolio to bring it through if if I happen to be there.
5: I look forward, Minister, to Thank reply. You. Minister. <clears throat>
0: Uh,
2: it's the first week of July 2015. Joe's in the Sianad, speaking as uh, Gaeilge with no notes. Very different to this time last year.
0: If you
1: asked Joe McHugh a year ago uh, a couple of simple questions in Irish he couldn't answer you. Now he can. Uh, this is a, a, an Irish citizen. Uh, and just because there's a, a geographical boundary that says I'm from the Gaelthuth that I'm not from the Gaeltacht, there are more Irish speakers in Dublin than in many Gaeltacht areas. And I've often heard them speak and I speak to them myself. So it's not a case of people uh, saying, well, this is something uh, inferior here. In fact, they should be more than proud of the fact that somebody who lost his Irish has actually relearned it. That's a source of celebration and a a demonstration that anybody can do this. So far from being sort of put out about it, they should be welcoming the fact that here's somebody who actually applied himself, went down to, in this case, Idjus Gael, and has come back able to converse in, in the native tongue.
2: A year after his appointment... I meet Joe in a city centre pub on a summer's evening in Dublin. He's relaxed and a far cry from a nervous new minister worrying about his Tishul He's still making mistakes, but he's comfortable with the language now and he can laugh at his mishaps. I'm just think of some of the mistakes, I suppose, that we all only really giggle about when we yeah. made them. Yeah. Like, for example, could you tell me now, as uh, you'd like to go to the toilet?
0: Boilum go Khegian, But
2: of course, the first time you asked that in public, you asked
0: go where? Rodge Yes, I got a bit of slagging of that, and I, well, look, I filled a bit of space in a few of the a few of the tabloids. Yeah, okay.
2: there's a, and there's another one as well. Uh, the other was, what do you remember what the Irish word for midges is?
0: Milchiki? I had an issue with that one and uh, I know the nudge the thing around smuggler, smuggler of smuggler own uh, but I think the most difficult the difficult word even to get pronunciation around was uh, parallel kókhrákwár uh, even it took me a journey from Bear Island nearly to Donegal in, in, in the car with, 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 with Joe Doohan just to figure to get my tongue around it. And I remember the first the first week of getting the job, I was pronouncing Glen Column Kill and I was going Glan Columkill, Kill But to get the tongue up to the roof of the mouth and get Glan Column Kill where there's a wee N before the G, it's it's uh, there's a lot of wee nuances there that uh, that I still work hard on.
2: planning to return to Edes this August I have to admit that his progress has impressed me he's not there yet he still can't fully engage with debate Edes but he understands all he hears Joe hopes he's shown that it's never too late to learn
0: It, it is difficult Neil Schiforrester it's not easy to go back and relearn the, the language but it, it is possible
2: As he was once told you're only truly fluent when you have dreams Edes Did he ever have that dream?
0: I'd, I'd, I don't know whether I want one or not because I, I launched a book for Michael McGillass back there a couple of weeks ago and one of them was about Manners in the Bring Lodge who never had dreams about anything so anyway, to cut a long story short he he, he was granted a wish one of the nights to have dreams and they didn't turn out the best so maybe I'll, I'll be alright without them